Do you want to know how amazing people connect? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag RussSelfie. like what you hear, please share. Special thank you to our sponsors, Nancy West and her new book, Liking Myself and Loving My Life. You can pick it up on Amazon today. And D. Scott Smith and his new book, Relationships Grow Your Business, a method and process for networking, also available in Kindle on Amazon. Good morning, everybody. I am so excited to be here with you on Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag Russ Selfie. I have a great guest ahead. Tom Singer is going to join us shortly. Really appreciate him, all that he's about. He's a human connection catalyst. He is um, on fire, creating and connecting people and doing some great things, speaking. We're going to let him tell you all about the things that he's up to. Before we do that, I just want to thank you again so much for being part of Marketing with Russ, a.k.a. hashtag Russ Selfie, the great community that's growing, building. I appreciate your engagement. And throughout the show, the great comments we get. I appreciate everyone joining in, commenting, and taking part because you know what? It's all about connecting. I love this platform of live video. You know, it's it's been tough for a lot of people in the last year and a half overcome not being able to be together. I am a person who loves being around people. I hug everybody, love everybody. And it was tough when we weren't able to be around people. But this live video and live connection online has been such a great way to continue to build community. So thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate each one of you so much. And I wanted just to remind you, if you don't know, my name is Russ Hedge. I am an inspiration specialist marketing coach. I am a keynote speaker. I love to connect with people. I would love to connect with you. The easiest way to do that is to go to RussHedge.com. That's right. RussHedge.com has all the information you need to my uh, social media, to my email, to my phone number. You can even schedule time to connect directly with me via Zoom. We can meet face-to-face, at least online face-to-face, no matter where you are in the world. 
I love to connect with people all over the world because we can do great things together. You know, it's true. We are better together. So let's do great things together. Also want to remind you, I am the author of Befuddled, Live the Life You Choose. Okay, now here's the hand motions. We got to do it together. You ready? Here we go. Befuddled, Live the Life You Choose. There you go. You got it. All right. You know, it's all about encouraging you to live the life you choose because you get to choose your life. You know, lots of things happen to us, good and bad, but we get to choose our mindset and our attitude and how we move forward with those things. So today, let me encourage you, move forward in a positive way, have a positive mindset. You can pick my book up on Amazon or all online booksellers. You also, if you're in the local Oregon, Southwest Washington area, you can pick it up at bookstores. And I would love to encourage you through my book. So, that's enough about me. I am super excited to bring Tom on. And we have lots of people already tuning in. But let's just get Tom in here and get the party started. Hey, Tom. Hey, Russ. How's it going? It's going great. Good, good. You know, I loved when we were able to chat the other day because you and I are so similar in mindset. And I think I originally heard you, wasn't it on Russ John's show? And Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the first I'm listening to you talk on Russ's show and I'm thinking I have got to get to know this guy because I really love what he's all about. I mean, I really intentionally try to seek people out uh, that are positive and uplifting. And, uh, you know, what Jim Rohn says that we are the average of the five people closest to us. So I keep seeking to raise the bar and find people like you that are really a positive input on my life. So thank you for connecting. Thank you. It was a great conversation. And you're right. There was a lot, a lot of synergy there. So I'm really, really, really proud to be here today on your show. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much. You know, I want you to give everybody a little snapshot for the people that don't know you already. Give a snapshot of really where you've come from to where you are now and what you're all about, and what you're doing. So go ahead. So I started my career in sales and marketing. And when you're in sales and marketing, you you attend a lot of events, conferences. Either you're a sponsor and you have a booth or you're just attending because it's in your industry. And I can remember sitting in the folding chairs in like a hotel ballroom, watching the professional speakers on stage thinking, wow, she or he, they have a better job than I do. So uh, about 15 years ago, I set my sights on how, how do I get to live in doing you know a career like that? And 12 years ago, I went full-time as a professional speaker. And that's pretty much until the pandemic hit, all that I did. I spoke at conferences inside companies, both training and keynoting uh, on this whole idea of how do we connect better? How do we get from no to like to trust? That really important piece that a lot of people out there skip over, you know, that you want to get known, you know, but likes, links, shares, and follows, they only take you so far. How do you build trust? How do you get a real relationship? So I've been speaking about that now for over a decade and I've really had a lot of fun. Well, you know what I love about you is you saw something that really you were passionate about. You went after it. And, you know, we are all both about that. You know, the no like and trust factor is so important and it's the connection and then building those relationships uh, that it's all about. And this whole podcast is about how amazing people connect and you are definitely one of those amazing people because you saw something you really wanted to go after and you did it and you're sharing it with the world. And I really applaud you for that. Thank you. You bet. You bet. So tell us a little bit about um, now, what part of the country are you in again? So I live in Austin, Texas, which uh, right. 
I moved here 30 years ago before everybody was moving to Austin, Texas. When I when I moved here, the, the greater area, the, the municipal area had 700,000 people. And 31 years later, it is now 2.3 million people. So apparently I had a good idea and a lot of people followed. <laughs> yes, I have. I think you and I spoke about that. I have been to Austin, Texas. It's a little warm for me since I come from Oregon. Uh, it's a little humid, but I love the area. I love the te Texas in general, really. Um, and so I appreciate that. So um, when you you said you were in sales and marketing for years, and we both have that in our background as, as well, um, was it an easy transition to get into speaking and sharing your connection message? You know, I, I would love to say, oh, yeah, it was easy. And from the get-go, I was making the same amount of money I made in corporate America. But what happened is I set my eyes on it four or five years before I started doing it full-time. And so I had built a little bit of a, of a foundation. People was, you know, giving really good feedback. I'd written a book. And then on April 1st, 2009, which if you remember <clears throat> the Great Recession, April of 2009 was sort of the bottom. That was the worst it got. And I got laid off on April 1st, 2009. And I always joke that the, the irony of being laid off on April 1st has never, has never been lost on me. And, <laughs> and I had to just jump in. And, you know, I, I was a real big believer that, you know, stalking the celebrities in the business and trying to mimic what, you know, a Tony Robbins or whoever you wanted to look at as a famous speaker wasn't going to be the correct path. So I looked for people who were one or two years into the business full time. And I just started making friends in the business because, the more you get around people who are doing whatever you want to do, success leaves clues. So for me, I got really involved with the National Speakers Association. I made some good friends. And throughout the, throughout the whole process, I was able to uh, start to figure out how to market, how to sell, how to give a better speech. And so, yeah, that, that was all I did until the pandemic came along. Well, you know, it's amazing because... Again, my career in what I'm doing now, the keynote speaking, the marketing coaching, and all the things that I'm doing in live streaming came mostly after I was laid off as well, which, <laughs> but was at the right at the height of the pandemic, which really I kind of took in stride because everybody around me was getting laid off. So it was no big deal. But it was really a catalyst to do the things that I should have been doing probably for several years, you know at that point. And it had been things that I had done through sales and marketing like you. I had done lots of coaching and teaching and I had done lots of speaking and all that through my career. I was just able to do it on my own terms. And you are you hit it the nail right on the head. I must have listened to you earlier on this or we were just had the right same mindset because that's exactly what I tried to do and I still try to do. That's why I sought you out. I try to seek out people that are ahead of me in the game, that are ahead of me in the process of what I'm doing now so I can make myself better, so that I can affect and serve and bless other people in a better way. And so I just think that's amazing. You know, you're well, amazing. And the one thing that you know, I don't have to tell you this, but the other thing is when you do that, when you reach out and ask people to, you know, be your your, your mentors and, and part of your mastermind and part of your sort of like unofficial board of directors guiding you along, once you find success, the other thing you have to do is you have to be willing to help others. So I'm always amazed how many professional speakers, and some some of them are my good friends, how many of them are like, oh, I hate it when people call me and say they want to pick my brain. I'll talk to just about anybody. Now, if somebody wants ongoing coaching, yeah, I'm going to charge them for it if I don't know them. But I'll talk to anybody, and I'm always surprised how many people get successful in a career and forget from where they came. 
And so I really believe there's the old saying, and uh, I think it was attributed to, uh, I can't remember who, but it was, uh, you know, after you get to the top, you got to send that elevator back down. And I think that it's one of those things that I think any of us, if we're trying to build a career in something as weird and, and wacky as being a speaker, a trainer, a coach, a consultant, you know, if we're not mentoring others, then we're, you know, not really paying it forward. And I think we have to remember that people did that for us. I, I could not agree more. And, you know, we are better together. And I found when I got launched into doing this full time, that people, especially in the online community, because that's all we had for, for a while, were so such a blessing to me. People just reached out and were able to help me and able to give me good information. And I mean, I had no idea how to live stream and do these kind of things. And I had people that walked me through the steps and blessed me and helped me to figure things out. And I am with you 100%. I want to be able to um, bless other people and help them as much as I can, uh, because that definitely you got to pay it forward. And yeah, I could not agree with you more. So now that um, things you were, we were talking about, things are starting to open up a little bit because there was mostly online there for a while. You're starting to be able to get back out and get around things. Has that been really invigorating for you to be able to get back out again? Yeah, I, you know, last week or the week before I, I did three in-person presentations, uh, one of them to a corporate audience of about 150 plus people. Uh, next week, I'm, I'm traveling to Phoenix for something. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited. It was a full year and a half without being in front of many, if any, live audiences. And there was a couple of things about that. One is a lot of the online stuff that I did didn't pay what larger conferences had paid. I was speaking at conferences that were typically 500, 600 people, often that had trade shows. So their budgets were of a certain level. And so it was, you know, while I did work virtually, uh, it was the income level was a real big hit for 18 months. So I'm excited to see things getting booked. But the sideline is, is that in August, I booked, I think I'm um, five events for the fall. And before checks were ever cut for deposits and things like that, uh, three of the five canceled entirely and didn't even move to virtual. A lot of associations said, yeah, we do some webinars, but people don't like the full day virtual conferences. So we're just postponing until you know next year, we'll get back in touch with you or whatever. So while it was exciting to book things in early September, some things pulled back. And so that, uh, you know, that was no fun. But last week I did book something for February and I got two other really good leads that came in. So there's, there's kind of some fits and starts happening. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The fits and starts, you got that right. You know, I think I I kind of set my mindset at the beginning of this whole process with COVID that we were going to go through this roller coaster. So I've been able to ride through it fairly well. I'm I tend to be one of those personalities that just things just slide off me and I just roll with it. Um, but it definitely has been that way because same thing happened, several events uh throughout the late summer into the fall have pulled back. Uh, because things I've been, you know, the COVID numbers rose again and they were kind of being careful. But I think it's all going to balance out. Like you're saying, things are starting to pick up a little bit again. You know, people are, I, I don't know if you've heard the phrase, living with COVID. Um, I think people are starting to figure out that we can live if we're careful. And if we do certain things, we just have to keep moving forward because we can't quarantine everybody away again. No, not not forever. And in fact, it's... Uh... 
you know, it, the financial hit has been, you know, hard and I'm, I'm pretty transparent about it. A lot of people pretend like, oh, it was the best year ever. And then you'd really talk to them and they're like, well, not so much. It was, it was a hard 18 months, but it's really interesting because while the, the fees that people were paying me to do virtual went down, one thing I discovered is, you know, the colleges still were charging full tuition for online classes. I have a kid at an Ivy League college. And so in addition to having my income get hit, uh, my kids started college this year at a pretty expensive school. So it's been, it's been, a, it's been a hard road, but like everything else, what, what doesn't kill you is going to make you stronger. And I, I do believe while I'm not there yet, I will come out as a business person and as a speaker and as a human, you know, I'll look back on this five years from now when things are going real strong and I'll be like, oh, look at all I learned. I got really scrappy and had to try a lot of different things and that, you know, to kick that can down the road. And in a way I'm going to be better for it. Oh yeah, I, I completely agree with that. You know, you being a human connection catalyst and then having to go through this time, that is a great way to look at things. You know, we all have to learn from what's going on around us. And people don't realize usually the roughest times, the biggest challenges we have are our best learning times, right? Um, I look at it like when I'm buying stocks, when they go down and it's horrible, that's the best time to buy and to grow through it. So when all these things have gone down and it's been rough and a struggle, it's been the best time to learn through this process. And it'll give you more to talk about with your connection as time comes up. Cause I think through that, you're able to bless other people. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's what it's all about. Right. And it, it has been hard being an extrovert and liking to be around people, you know, to be locked in my house for a long time. But, uh, <laughs> I also, before the pandemic started, I got into studying Taoism and into meditation. And that really did, that was a huge help. I don't know where I would have been if I hadn't taken on sort of this philosophy of, of the Tao. And if I hadn't started meditating, it would have been a rougher 18 months. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that. I um, Every morning, I have a morning routine. And um, I kept that morning routine going straight through COVID. It, it gave me level balance. And, you know, I'm a man of faith. And so I, I pray and I journal and I meditate every morning. And I think God really got me through things because of that. Like you're saying, time to really meditate and focus your mind um, on what's going on. It gives you, you know, we all need that quiet time too. And all need that uh, stability to balance things out when things are rough. And for me, it's always been, I mean, I am a right brain creative, fly by the seat of my pants a personality, but I thrive much better when I create some, some actual stability with routine and uh, really make sure that I've got a good balance through what's going on. And that really carried me through for sure. And I'm really blessed looking back that I kept that going. And so I agree with you 100% on that. So give us a quick snapshot. When you're talking to people about human connection, um, I've got a really good friend, Michael, out of Germany. He He's all about human connection too. And a good friend, Jason Leibowitz, I don't know if he, he was on last week. He's got a, um, he's got a new connection uh, network actually on LinkedIn. Um, and all the, well, it's not on LinkedIn, but he's, he promotes it a lot through LinkedIn. But anyway, I love human connection. So when you're talking to people, give us a little snapshot of what you're telling them when you're out there talking to these groups. Well, one of the things we have to remember is we live in this wonderful age where we have all this social media. People can tune in and watch this live stream and they can get to know you. I got to know you because you saw me on a live stream. And then we did a video call 
and people use Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and TikTok and you know uh, YouTube and all these things. And these are wonderful tools. I'm I'm never dissing them. I use them. I use them all. Well, I don't use TikTok, but I use all the others. And and the thing is though is that we have to remember that a like, a link, a share, and a follow is not really a business relationship. Now it can lead to that, and these tools are wonderful for fostering and maybe making an initial connection. But if we don't have that one-on-one -on -one time, if we don't share some kind of experience with people, it doesn't really lead to much. So I talk to people all the time and I ask them, you know, how many connections do you have on LinkedIn? And I'll just pick a number. They say like over 3000. And I say, great. How many of those have you met or have you had a cup of coffee, a meal or a beer with, or the digital equivalent? Cause now we can spend like you and I did, you know, 45 minutes together on, on a zoom call. I go, how many people, and a lot of people are like, oh, very few. And I go, how many of the people you've never met, never had a personal connection with, have referred you business in the last three months? And sometimes people have an answer. They're like, oh, a lot. The average answer is no, <laughs> you know, doesn't, doesn't happen that way. Because we don't wake up in the middle of the night and go, hey, remember that person who I sent uh, a cold LinkedIn connection to and then never talked to for four years? Boy, oh boy, I should refer them business. We don't think of it. And what happens is, is that when we just look at numbers, likes, links, shares, and follows, we really start to take the humanity out of it and it becomes a broadcast platform. Uh, I talked to somebody who sent me a note saying they wanted to connect on LinkedIn. I said, great, let's have either a phone or a Zoom call. And they literally said this, I don't want to talk to you. I just want to connect. Well, I don't want to talk to you. Why are we connecting on LinkedIn? Well, I looked at his page and he followed you know, he had a ton of connections and he was four times a day spamming everybody. He just wanted to be able to have a broadcast channel. So right. what I try to teach everybody is less broadcast, more personal. Oh my goodness. Wow. That is so good. That is like total mic drop as Usama would say, who's on today watching. Um, Yeah, that is so good because I could not agree with you more. I mean, that's the reason I sought you out. I am seeking to connect with people directly. And this, I mean, even if I can't fly to Austin today, at least you and I can have a cup of coffee um, online, you know, like you said, and that is, it's critical to do that because I look out at the people that I'm connected with and I really truly try to make a personal connection. I mean, I agree with you. That is such a good thing. In fact, I was looking at, uh, if I scroll through the comments this morning, here we got my good friend Usama, who's in Cyprus, who he and I talk all the time. What a great guy. What an uplifting individual. Emily, blessed by Emily and her life. And she and I are talking all the time and helping each other out, blessing each other's business. Alex and I still need to connect. He has been such a great, faithful person with the show. I think we might have a time set up. Uh, talking to Cherie today on the phone. Uh, that's another great person that's here. I mean, there's so many great people that I love to truly connect with. I just think what you're saying is spot on. People need to look at that. And I can't even, I can't even imagine that person. Well, I guess I can. The person that says they didn't really want to talk to you because those kind of people are the people you really don't want to be connected to. Well, but they're, and they're the people who are ruining all of these social media tools. You know, somebody yes. sends you a thing saying, you know, on, on, on Instagram, the new thing is, Hey, how are you doing? People are teaching people how to start fake conversations. And I just don't even respond if I don't know them. But you know, a couple times 
they were good. They, they looped me in. They asked a question. And then about the sixth thing is, oh, by the way, I do coaching for speakers. And it's like, oh God, you know, here we go. It's like, you know, six texts and the, and the cell is what people are being taught. So I think that we have to remember that, you know, broadcasting and spamming and trying to sell people in the first few minutes doesn't work. So much of my speaking for companies on the, uh, the association side, then there's the corporate side. On the corporate side, much of the work I do is for law firms, banks, consulting firms, uh, what I would call professional services firms. And they all, their business all comes through referrals and through networking and through their reputation. And yet they do a horrible job of training their uh, professionals to actually build their network, to get out there. And so when I go in and speak to these firms, people will line up afterwards, like partners in law firms who, you know, 30 years, decent career will be like, why did nobody teach me this when I was a young lawyer? Because it's not rocket science, but it's not falling for this numbers game that if you spam the crap out of everybody and put everybody you meet onto, you know, your newsletter, that your business is going to thrive. Now there's, a, there's examples of where that works. Uh, I was speaking to an audience and I said, how many people feel in the last 10 years because of social media, sales are easy and money just rolls in. And there were 200 people in the audience and one woman raised her hand. So I took the microphone, I went down into the thing and she had a unique product. I don't even remember what it was, but it was something that worked really well for just posting a lot of pictures on Instagram. And then people bought what her service was. But she was the only person who's ever raised their hand who said, oh my God, being on social media means I don't even work. You know, it just rolls in and, right. and she was legit. There are always outliers, right. but what happens is with the outliers who get successful through some spammy thing, they then sell courses on how to get rich doing what I did. And you know, who gets rich, the person selling the course, right? It's right. really right. hard to grow in business and life without real human connection. Oh yeah. No, you're exactly right. You know, I think that, um, I think that the, the challenge people have and Tom, correct me if I'm wrong is they think they know everything you just said. I hear so many times I tell people, you just need personal connection. You just need to actually start at the basics and build relationship with people. Oh yeah, I know that. And what I normally say is I just pause for a moment, look at them and smile and I say, well, why aren't you doing it? Well, yeah, and I teach, you know, <laughs> one of the things I do when I do individual coaching is we go over their list of 50 people who are the most valuable people in their network. And I get them to create the list and we do a lot of time. I tell them how to create the list, how to identify who those 50 are. It's, it's not an easy process. Then when they present me the list, I say in the last quarter, how many of these people have you had a meaningful connection with? Meaning you went for coffee, you got on a Zoom call, you spent time with them at a conference, you know, you went golfing, you, whatever, you're, whatever it is you do with people. And people are shocked when they look at the list and realize five Four. So the 50 most important people in your business who could refer you business or be a client, and you've talked to four of them in three months and people go, wow. And then they build a spreadsheet and they're like, oh my God, I haven't talked to, you know, Becky and she sends me all this business. And other than taking the referrals, I haven't talked to her in three years. Well, guess what happens when Becky meets somebody who's better at building relationship, who's your competitor, they're going to start getting Betty's Becky's referrals. So we need to we need to invest in the people in our lives, but it's not some magical fairy dust thing. It, it, it has to be thought out. Right. You know, it's interesting because when you're not putting effort intentionally into building uh, community and relationships, uh, it's really an obvious thing. I was talking to a couple of people that I coach with about uh, certain 
areas that are really good for them. And there's particular networking meeting that would they really thrived in in the past and they quit going. And what happened? Somebody in their industry slid in and suddenly everybody was referring to them. Yep. And so it's just a matter of consistently building and growing that relationship, right? Well, and I will tell every one of your listeners who are, who are with us right now and anybody who might watch the replay of this, remember this, right? It's about building relationships with your customers and your prospects. But you have to remember that all of your competitors, your customers are their prospects. So what if they're better at building relationships? Is that customer going to jump ship? Maybe. So you'd better be cultivating that relationship too, because if you have a good competitor, they're not sitting back going, well, Russ knows Diane, so I won't even call Diane. I won't even try. No, they're trying to get their way in. And if you've let the relationship go stale, then they're going to win the business. Yep, exactly. It is an ongoing process. My five, I have five steps to connection. If anybody wants to go to russedge.com, Click on my link above. You get a free uh, make a connection uh, worksheet. And it includes my five steps to connection. And the last one is be consistent. Repeat the process. Continue what you're doing. Because when you start to connect with people and at the end you give up, those people do go away and somebody else takes those connections. And if you're really my feeling, Tom, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, if you're really about connection and relationship, you want to continue with people. You want to continue that. If you're only about what you can get from them, then you'll stop. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you and I could talk forever and we're going to talk <laughs> more, but I have to wrap things up because the show's over. So <laughs> no, not that. No, I really... I want you to I want you to know sincerely I I appreciate you and what you're all about and you've added value and and you're giving me things to think about today and uh, I have a, actually a question for you after the show so I'm going to send you to the green room but before I do that you're going to give us your last word and tell everybody how they can connect with you because if they're not already connecting with you and coaching with you they should be All right so the last word is remember this all opportunities in life come from people. We can think that we have these great digital tools or we can think that, oh, we have some great system or process. But the reality is no matter what it is, whether it's an inanimate object or, or, a, or a process, it can't send you referrals. It can't bring you opportunities, but people, people can. So if you remember that all opportunities in life come from people and you don't prejudge somebody based on who do they work for, what's their job title, you'll be surprised how many people refer you business. If I look back at my speaking career for over a decade, you know, 90% of it came from referrals, either from people who saw me speak, people who saw me on interviews like this and said, wow, he looks like he'd suck less than other speakers and they refer me or just people who came to know me through, you know, social or business things who, when their company was looking to have an event, they're like, oh, Tom should be on the short list. 90% of a somewhat successful career came from humans directly bringing me in. I mark it all the time and the real value came through people. So always remember that. And if people want to find me, uh, you can find me at Tom, T-H-O-M, at TomSinger.com. And I'm, I'm always happy to chat with anybody. And I do a little bit of coaching when it's the right match as well. Well, I, I know how much I appreciated when I reached out to you and we were able to connect. And you're definitely a man of your word. You definitely do connect with people. I appreciate being able to do that. And I plan 
to stay connected, Tom, because I consider you a friend already. And I can't I wait mean, till I get to come to Oregon. Yes. And I'm going like to come to Oregon. I like to hike. I like oh, to yeah. hike, and I know there's good hiking in Oregon. Oh, yeah. There's great stuff. I can give you some good pointers on that. I love the areas around here. So, hey, thanks so much. I'm going to say to the green room, hang tight, though, and I'll talk to you in a minute. Hey, everybody. Wow. Great, great show. Man, I love Tom and all that he's about. I appreciate everybody joining in. Yes, Emily, I agree. It was a great episode because of the great people I'm blessed to have on. I really believe that Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag Russ Selfie, is growing in the community because of the excellent, wonderful people that I'm blessed with that are willing to come on. You know, someone asked me a while back, how do you get guests on your show? And I'm like, really? I mean, because it's exactly what Tom was talking about. Connecting with people and they say, hey, you, would you like to come on and, and chat on my show? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. People love to connect. They love to be able to share and bless others with what they're all about. And so, yeah, what a great, great group. And uh, what a great, great lessons today. Like, like they're saying online here, that is so true. Great lessons. So listen, wanted to remind you two things before I wind the show up today. And that is this. Number one, connect with me at RussHedge.com. RussHedge.com. If you want my five steps of connection, it's free. Just click on that, put your email in. You'll get my positive, happy, uplifting emails. I will let you know that up front. Um, all I do is send those out to bless you. They're short. They're simple. I just try to encourage and bless people. After all, I am an inspiration specialist. So anyway, so if you want, if you want to do that, that would be awesome. Also, this coming Tuesday, I have a great, great workshop. Check it out. It is called Turn Cold Calling Into Making Friends. Now, it sounds crazy. Most people hate cold calling if you're in sales or if you're a small business person or just getting off the ground. But I teach you about what Tom was talking about, building relationships, making friends. A lot of great information. If you've ever read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, I love that book. You should. That um, Great, great, great book. Anyway, by, by Dale Carnegie. Um, good information that I utilize from that as well. So great, great workshop. You can look online for that. There's special deals going on right now. I'm not here to sell you, but I just want to let you know that's an opportunity. It's this Tuesday. So you need to sign up right away. Look at my social media, and I'm sure that it'll be in the comments here shortly. So you can find that. And any last minute things that I have, okay, looks like just check the comments out for everything else. Listen, I appreciate all of you. Praying you have a blessed day and a blessed life. Until we see you again, have a good one. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag Russ Selfie. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. Have an amazing day.